Good near Shabbos, Parshas Breshis, Tov Shin Pei Gimel. Where the new beginning, we actually had began on Simchas Torah, but the, the Parsha in its full blossom, we get to have this, this Shabbos. Some amazing, amazing things. Everybody, like uh, when they start with Breshis, you, you, can, you can spend years just on Parshas Breshis. As a matter of fact, uh, you know that the, the depth of Parshas, the profundity is so amazing that uh, the Vilna Gaon said that I think that you could find everything from the Torah in the, the first Pasuk in Bracious, and then I think it, there might be a Nusach even in the first word of Bracious. But just the Meforshim and all the, the, the different ideas and concepts that are mentioned here are just next level, next level, something beyond... Uh, comprehension. So I just wanted to share with you a few things. One of them is something very simple, that um, Adam Arishan was created the last of creation, and he was called Adam. He named himself Adam because to remind himself he's from the Adama, he's from the ground. Now, on the other hand, he's Yitzir Kapav Shalakash Baruch he's the, the, the prototype made by God's hands, Kaviochel, as it were. God himself made Adam Rishon. So imagine that Adam Rishon is on such a hot, lofty level. They say before he sinned, is from one end of the world to the other end of the world, from east to west, from the heavens, the, the earth to the heavens. Adam Rishon was so huge. But at the same time, he named himself Adam to remind himself, no matter how great a person is, he has to be grounded. He has to also balance himself out, never to let it get to his head that how special he is. But you have to recognize also how special you are, but at the same time, not to let it get yourself get away with it. Now, nowadays, it's sometimes you have education that, uh, you know, you have one school of thought is like, really like, you know, make people feel that they're nothing, oh, and then another school of thought is make people feel that they're great, godless Adam, Navardic and Slobodka. But it has to be a balance. It seems to be that it has to be a balance. I think we have to be slanted a little bit more to the side of Slobodka, the godless Adam. I think by nature we see the downside ourselves. Hashem should help us that we should always have that balance in our lives. Another idea that I think is uh, pretty uh, crucial is that the Rav Gamliel was mentioning how that uh, Shlomo Melech said, Hevel HaVolim HaKol Hevel, the whole world is Hevel. Because Baruch Hu, Vayar Elokim, it's very good, the world is very good. Shlomo Melech says, it's Hevel HaVolim. Which way is it? So, I think that um, he said that one way is that sometimes we have to a person could get so caught up in the world, in the physical aspect and the beauty of the world, that we have to know is also Hevel. Or is it something, it's the beauty of Akash Borhu's signature, as it were, the beautiful artwork that Akash Borhu ain't Tsayar Kelokina, there's no artist like Akash Borhu, there's no craftsman like Hashem. It's Tsar Tsura, Besar Tsura. But the, the bottom line we have to remember though is, is that that could distract us. It's supposed to be an assistant. It's supposed to be an auxiliary to help us 
live a Torah life and help us fulfill the precepts of the Torah. That's what Akash Baruch Hu wants us to have. But he also wants us to have a beautiful world as well as an auxiliary to enhance the experience. But some people get stuck and, and, and they only think about the beauty of nature, which is, is it's chaval. That's a, instead of chaval, a hevel, it's a chaval. But that, it's the same way. Because Baruch Hu, it only means something if you connect it to Kosh Baruch Hu and recognize that Kosh Baruch Hu is giving us these beautiful things in the world, all the colors and tastes and smells that Kosh Baruch Hu wants us to enjoy. But at the same time, not to get overly involved with it. There's um, the famous Gemara in, in Yerushalmi and Kiddushin in the end of the second parak that says that a person is going to get the, give a din v'cheshbon for all the, the beautiful things in Hashem's world that he didn't derive any benefit from. And so therefore we have to um, figure out, you know, to understand Hashem wants us to enjoy it. But on the other hand, if we just get overly involved in the, the present itself, instead of re- realizing it, who's giving it and why he wants to give us in order to create that bond, of course you have to appreciate the gift, but if you focus only on the gift and you don't see, wow, you gave it to me, you've made such beautiful things for me, then we're really losing the point. That would be a kol hevel. Because Baruch should help us always focus on the, the goodness of the world and not the hevel. The, I think, most prevalent issues nowadays is a person always wants validation. And validation is so important. It, it gives us strength. One of the things we have to try to train ourselves is not to be dependent on validation. But on the other hand, to be as validating to others as we can. And that's a very important way of, of garnering um, and motivating people to live up to their, their potential and, 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 and fulfill their purpose in the world. And we see an interesting thing that Akash Baruch Hu, in the famous story of Cain and Hevel, when Cain uh, Hev- brought Karbonas, he was the first one to bring Karbonas. He did it first. And um, when Hevel saw what Cain was doing, he's like, wow, i got to do that too. Now, I'm not sure if, I doubt Hevel had the idea that he's going to one-up Cain, but he just automatically concluded, if a coach bro gave all this to us anyway, so for sure I'm going to give him the best of the best. So he took of the the Bechor, so no, he gave him the best for Kosh Baruch Hu. And it says that Hashem saw, wow, what Hevel just did is so so amazing. He took, he answered, responded in a way that both Kain and Hevel were able to realize that Hashem responded to Hevel's Korban and not Kain's. It was Kain tried, he reached out to Hashem, he said, thank you Hashem. But the thank you wasn't the best. And when we want to do something, like sometimes, um, you know, when you want to donate something to the shul or something like that, so let's say you want to donate tablecloths for the a lot of tables, or put in tablecloths on Shabbos. So some, as they had a sale on, on sugbet, things that had little runs in it or whatever, it's not noticeable, but you wouldn't want to have it on your own table. Ah, oh, but for the shul, ah, why not? So, this is Musser, you know. Sometimes it's just like, ah, let me get for the shul at a bargain basement deal. But maybe what we really got to do is try to give the best of the best.
And that's uh, one of the things, again, that we have to look at. It. Are we giving the best or am I giving my second-rate stuff? And when, when they give uh, Trumas and Maestras, you want to give with a, with a good heart. So you always try to give the best. Hashem should help us always be able to give the best with a good heart. And Bazar Hashem will give HaKadosh Baruch lots of nachas. Then again, there's a different thing. When I started to talk about validation, you know, Cain didn't get validated. Hevel did get validated. He got validated because he did his best. So, it says that Hashem heard Hevel's and his, his offering, accepted it, and Cain, he didn't accept. And, And, what it did was it didn't make him sad. It didn't say he became sad. It says, He got angry. The question is, who did he get angry with? And um, it seems to be that uh, the anger, the Haron Af, that Cain felt was towards himself. And that's why Vayipu Ponov. And then he became depressed. And I think that this is something that's so clear. A lot of times we sometimes have a desire and, and, and we hope we could live up to a great standard where we never mess up and we're always on the top of our game. But it seems to be that Cain and he, he messed up. But he did something amazing. But he focused on the negative. He focused on the negative. So Kodesh Baruch Hu says, Hey, Kain, don't... Lama naflu panecha. In other words, Lama chara lecha v'lama naflu panecha. Two questions. Why did you get angry and why did you become depressed? And I think that that's the, the question of Kodesh Baruch Hu was there's two, two aspects to it. I, he could, let's say, if it was just to be depressed, he, it's as, as if Kodesh Baruch would say, oh, I, I'm jealous, he, he got the attention, I wanted the attention. Okay, we can understand, you can feel that. But to get angry and depressed, that's not a healthy combination. In other words, it could be like, oh, why did I do that? Why didn't I do better? And then say, oh, own it, and recognize I'm angry at myself. If I'm angry at myself, so the conclusion is, I got to do better. And that's what a coach Baruch Hu says, hey, why is this happening? Hilo intetiv seis. Vimlo seitiv lepetachatas roves. He says, because don't you know that if, if you improve, if you do better, seis, you could bear the burden. Or you could, you'll be forgiven. But in low seitiv, but if you don't do better, the petachatas rovets, and uh, and not only the petachatas rovets, the love to shuk, uh, chukaso, and the chatas, the sin, the yitzhara is going to try to get you and is going to keep you in his grasp. But you still have the power to rule over him. So basically, Hashem is saying, it's up to you. Kain, it's up to you. And this is a, it's a huge klal, and klal, and klal Yisrael, is that a lot of times when there are guys who are not doing so well, 
and they know they failed themselves. They know they could have done better. They know they should have done better. And they, but for a certain degree, they feel so angry. Why didn't God? It's not fair. Why all the goody two shoes gets all the attention and everything like that? You know, doesn't Hashem see I'm doing my best? Okay, you know what? But sometimes deep down inside, you could do better. You could have done a little bit better. The intative, not just to do better, but if you look at the tov, try to see the good, focus on the good. So even if Kayan were to say, you know what? Hey, at least I know I did something. I started this whole thing off. I'm going to focus on the intative. If you are focusing that you did good, you did amazing. Then says, and you could bear that burden. You could bear the fact that Yenam's getting it, and you're not, because you know you did right. You know you did as much as you could. So focus on the good, being love. And if you don't focus on the on the good, it means you're focusing on the not good. The petachatas rovets. It's going to be like I'm a loser anyways. I I couldn't do it all. You know, I ah, you did ninety nine point nine. I did 612 and a half mitzvahs. I mean, I'd be cursed. I didn't do the other. There's a certain degree that's true. If you hold the bashita, that it's wrong. But you tried. Because who knows how much you could do and how much you can't do. And he might just challenge you to say, like, you know what? Even if you didn't do as good as the other person, but if you focus on your good, focus on the good that you did do, says you'll be able to bear it. Hashem should help us that we should be able to bear it and Hashem always focus on the good and Hashem avoid sin and give a Kashbor Nachas and ourselves Nachas.